This program is a production of Restoring the Core, an initiative designed to assist those wishing to go deeper into classic Christianity with resources available in a connected age, online at restoringthecore.com. This is Finding Hidden Treasure, episode 126. Over the years, I've been grateful to read the insights of fellow Christians, some who walk the earth today, as well as others who have departed this life and have already entered eternity. I've been appreciative of those aha moments when I read of an insight into the Bible from one of these writers, which never occurred to me, but is really there plainly in Scripture. The writers didn't make these up. These treasures are insights on texts that are there in plain sight. One of these precious insights concerns what happens in the Gospel accounts when Christ encounters someone who has died. The insight is that when Christ encounters a dead person, that person does not stay dead. There are four examples of these in the Gospels. There is the raising back to life of Jairus' daughter, see Luke chapter 8 for the account. There is the raising back to life of the son of a widow in the town of Nain, see Luke chapter 7. The 11th chapter of the Gospel of John details how the Lord Jesus brought Lazarus, a corpse, for four days back from the dead. However, I mentioned four examples, not just these three. The fourth is Jesus Christ himself. Scripture is clear that after his death by crucifixion, God raised the Lord Jesus back from the dead. Keep in mind that God is revealed to us in the Bible as Trinity, classically defined as one God in essence and three distinct persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We see in Galatians chapter 1 verse 1 how God the Father raised Christ from the dead. In Romans chapter 8 verse 11, we see how the Holy Spirit raised Christ from the dead. There's still one more person of the Trinity to be spoken for. Remember that the Lord Jesus is fully human and fully God. While the Lord Jesus died from the torture and crucifixion which he endured, he died in his humanity. He did not die in his divinity. Three passages from the Gospel of John complete our understanding of how raising the Lord Jesus from the dead is a fully Trinitarian action. In the Gospel of John, chapter 2, verses 18 through 22, we read, So the Jews said to him, what sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken forty-six years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When, therefore, he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. Notice that the Lord Jesus indicates that he will raise up his body. In John chapter 10, verses 17 through 18, we read, For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. The fact that the Lord Jesus, in encountering death, replaces death with life has staggering eternal implications for all of us. He will not leave human beings, made in the image of God, to suffer permanent physical death. Every human being who has ever lived will be raised back to life in renewed bodies which can never endure physical death again. Like so many of the works of God, human resurrection is a multi-phase operation. For those who have repented of their sins and turned to trust Christ for their lives, here and into eternity, resurrection has already begun. 
It is spiritual resurrection in which those who were spiritually dead have been raised to new spiritual life in Christ. See Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. In a very real way, we who believe now have a share in Christ's resurrection. For those who have not repented of their sins and refused to turn to Christ for their lives here and into eternity, the spiritually dead state continues. The words of John chapter 3, verse 36 apply here. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Remember what I said a few moments ago. Every human being who has ever lived will be raised back to life in renewed bodies which can never endure physical death again. Your eternity will be a conscious one. You cannot opt for nothingness. The words of Daniel chapter 12 verses 2 through 3 apply here. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. The wrath of God, shame, and everlasting contempt await those who refuse to heed their Creator's offer of forgiveness and peace with Him. Instead, I urge you to be like one of those stars shining brightly throughout eternity. Consider your life and your eternity. You will find that if you place your trust in Christ and believe His words to you, you will experience two resurrections. The first, a spiritual resurrection in this earthly lifetime. The second, with a renewed, immortal body to live in the glory of Christ's presence, shining throughout eternity. Thank you for listening to this program. We can be contacted at mail at restoringthecore.com. We're on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash restoringthecore. You can also follow us on Twitter at RestoreTheCore. Thank you for listening. We hope you will join us next time for Finding Hidden Treasure.